So, who wakes you up? Is it the one that eases into the meditator? I would assume at some point, it's the one who inspires the cook. Because someone has to fuel the writer. Or what about the him who focuses the freelancer? Or another who may encourage the wannabe boxer? Maybe he too motivates the runner. It must be the same beast pushing weights out there. He's a gentle dog walker. <laughs> such a such a gentle dog to walk. Simple one, poetically thinking, impersonator of many authors. How the hell did you blow that sax like that last night? Mysteriously. Uncle Bud? Good morning, good evening, good night. Everyone who is listening, this is Bud Talks Podcast, episode 221. I'm only doing this because, I don't know, I think some of just what I have to say is too much for writing. Go hit up vehicledigest.net and you will find much absurdity of words. Past explorations, I'm a poetic runner on the run and Mr. Hansen of Many Faces has a block. So I'm a writer, poet. I'm not going to go through all that again. You can listen to the poem. I also spoke this poem that I hand wrote yesterday. I spoke it last night after the Blazers. Took an L to the Sacramento Kings and whatever. I told myself I would only record last night if they had won and they lost and I still record it. And I went into this loophole about living outside the box and... One of the examples I kind of went off on a, I guess, rant about was comparing living outside the box. And the example was, I guess, a corporate setting or a job place where you have levels of work engagement. And I missed out the third level. I, I had explained there's employees who comply with the rules of engagement for employment and there are employees who commit. And I left out the third one, which is abide. So abiding is someone basically saying, I'm at least going to apply for this job. And at some point I seek forth to comply with your rules as long as you want to and I want to and you pay me. Speaking for the employee. Because the employer will say yes, as long as you, you know, yes, we'll pay you as long as you comply with these rules. And we have a department that'll check up on your ass every month because you could be lying. You could be lying. So at a certain point where people get their lives together, or maybe it's their passion and working themselves up in the game of career 
the game of life, the game of how do I get to a point where I can either play and be respected for how I'm able to play or just play and get paid. Well, that just depends on how you look at life, but let's just say you're trying to get to a committed point in life, which is the third level of engagement in the workplace. And keep in mind, this is just my rant of idea. This is not, no one's done research on this, but you go from abiding, you go to apply, complying, and in all hopes and dreams, we commit to an employer until retirement or until death do us part, meaning something else better we can commit to comes along and we leave our original first dream commitment and things change. So, and that, and that was the three things that I was kind of comparing the living outside the box idea to is, I mean, you don't necessarily live outside the box or if you, cause what's the box? Not to say there isn't a box, but the box is what you define as a set of rules you think. And so if I can work in, in a group of people, we need ideas or whatever, rough example, maybe you're in a work group or some bullshit like that. But Think about the times you've heard people say, try to think outside the box, or we want you to look outside the box. And that, that's always resonated with me in terms of, I feel like I've always lived outside the box. But that's, it's, it's kind of bullshit because there is no fucking box. I mean, we're all walking. I mean, in some regards, I mean, there's you compartmentalize departments and workplaces in some, like, I guess a CEO has to always be thinking outside the box or at least have people around him who help him see outside the box because, I mean, when it comes down to it, everybody's playing by a set of rules. So all you're really saying is when I have to think outside the box or someone's thinking outside the box, they're really just either taking the rule out or looking at another. It's like removing a filter. You know, think outside the box. We'll take off the filter. Maybe you put on a different filter. A filter of no filter is still a filter. It's just not the original filter. So you have a and, – and this is a thought challenge too. Like how far out of the box can you actually go? This is really going to fuck with you because you're going to come to a point where you realize there is no box to be had. It's just a, It's just kind of revealing layers of rules and engagement. And this – it's the total mindfuck. But culturally speaking, I mean, if you're in a religion or you're in a group that has a subset of ideas, politics especially, I mean, a Democrat versus a Republican, I mean, they're not really thinking outside the box. They're really thinking, I hate to call it groupthink. It's, it it kind of almost is groupthink in a way. I mean... It's like this self-identity, and that's pretty much what politics is. I mean, a lot of leaders, you know, they want to satisfy their followers, and and, I, and that's fine. I'm not against that, nor am I for it, but everybody kind of thinks in these echo chambers, and you're not really ever thinking outside the box unless you completely remove yourself from politics, and then you kind of see it subjectively. I know a lot, of, I've seen a lot of politicians who switch sides and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like you have one thought process that you thought you were going to stuck with and then it changed. I, told, I respect that. 
And even if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you're leading, I tell people that that's, that's totally fucking fine. I mean, I don't really care. But yeah, I would I, I would ask yourself, you know, whatever you're doing in life right now, are you abiding by it? Meaning, are you just simply going with the flow because you think that's what's necessary? I mean, it's fine to abide because that's kind of the first step is just kind of apply yourself and see what is going to make do for you because it's different for everybody. So abide, actually, the definition of that is to remain, continue, stay, to have one's abode, dwell, reside. Okay, yeah, I mean, to put up with, tolerate, stand. <laughs> to endure, sustain, or withstand without yielding or submitting. To endure, sustain, or withstand without yielding or submitting. To wait or wait. Yeah, I guess you are waiting to comply because once you comply, I mean... That's kind of when you're acting and having to act out what you are abiding by. Just hope it's not forceful acting. Hope you're not doing it just because you don't know what else you got going on in life. Yep, I was right. To act or be in accordance with wishes, requests, demands, requirements. As long as there's an exchange in my case, I mean, there has to be an exchange. Pay me. That's what that means. Or like I once said, give me all my money. <laughs> I was going to do a creative speaking thing about this voice that kept going off of my head. You know, like, give me all my money. Swacking. Take flight. And hug up on some honeys. Give me all my money. So I can go back to her place and rub up on her tummy. Give me all my money. So the third, after you do abide, which is awaiting the compliance or the action, I mean, you commit. So what are you committed to? The fuck you committed to? Because commitment is more of a fiduciary, <laughs> fiduciary stance. And I feel like three years ago, I left a job where I was making five figures a month for some time. And I kind of felt myself still in this abiding place. So towards the end of August, beginning of September 2018, just over three years ago, I started to plan out, you know, how I actually wanted to make all this money and be committed to it. And I kind of had this idea to freelance and I would freelance to make money and then write books to kind of keep some other type of subsidy income. And I like to write books and tell stories. Most stories that people don't even know. Like, I don't care, though. I'll just be writing. So I, I didn't really want to do anything where I'd be complying. Like, employment, I'm not a, I would love to have a job where I kind of feel committed to it. But a lot of the jobs that I make good money at, I was only complying. 
So, you know, when I got the job in aviation late, late 2017, um, I knew that it was where I wanted to be. But as far as the pursuit of what I really wanted to do and what I really wanted to do with that money, it just wasn't in alignment with the job. Now, if that was a writing position, like if I was like a staff writer making all that money, yeah, I'll be on cloud nine right now because I want to write and that's about it. And that's what I'm committed to. And it's kind of put me in this, I guess, thinking outside the box thing is how far out of the box can we get? And it would. It was kind of a um, mind game I play in meditation is, you know, I think it's a form of transcendental meditation, but like how many boxes do you have to get out of to understand that you're never going to get out the box? So when I wrote the poem I wrote or read earlier in this, it kind of speaks about all the faces and all the personalities or traits or habits I got to have. Within a day, from the awakening meditator, cook, writer, freelancer, all the way down to the days where I'm a saxophone player and I'm relearning to play the sax. Like, all those, like, even the person that people think I am that I'm really not. So, all those personalities just kind of come and go throughout the day, right? So, how do you not even fix, fit in other people, but, I mean, maybe those are the boxes that... I think I'm in is these personalities. And at the end of the day, I'm just really just this random guy who can't even get out his points sometimes, but has a lot to fucking say. I mean, got a lot to say. Uh, the music you're hearing in the background, like it ain't mine. Like I don't, I don't own the rights to this music. The last couple of episodes I've been playing music in the background because most of my episodes have been silent up until the ones I've started doing last week. So if you own the rights to this, just let me know and I'll take it off or we can like work something out so you don't sue me because I don't have time for that. Like I don't want to have to be doing other paperwork. Like, you know, I'd rather be doing this. So, okay, bye. This is Bud... Talks two two one. Goodbye.